1: Over the airwaves, you're listening to J.C. Hawks Radio. Hello and welcome to the show. Today is Monday, May 8th, 2017, and I am your host, J.C. Hawks. Today on the show, I'm going to have a clip on fundraising. This is a clip that Robin, Megan, Beebe, and myself did, and it has a lot of valuable information. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at jc at jchawks.com, or you can call me or text me at area code 916-238- 5010. I'll also be posting this information on the website radio.jchawks.com tomorrow because I'm in the process right now of, of moving my studio closer to home. Okay, so this is a 45-minute clip and I'll come on back after the clip.
2: This week's show, we're going to talk all about sponsorship, fundraising, and building awareness uh, of your football team. And I know it's something that's very important and you basically can't do without. <laughs> uh, Barbara, you were talking about, um, when we were talking earlier, about staying local when you try and increase awareness. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about that?
3: Well, especially, when, when, in order for your community to support you, you have to support your community. So it's a good idea to stay within your community because, I mean, a lot of, them, a lot of teams are saying, oh, I want a contract from Nike. I want a contract from this. Well, yeah, that's all in good. I mean, essentially, we all want that, but... You have to bring awareness to your community first. You have to get that support from your community, and then later work your way out. Stay small. Think small. There's nothing wrong with thinking small, because it's not really small when the way it expands out. You know, you can only do much better if if you start within your community and branch out further and further. And your community consists not just the, the, the city of your name, but the following surrounding cities as well. So it's important to stay within your community. And not, you know, because, you know, you have your neighbors, you have your friends, you have the businesses you deal with. I mean, I, I do that the same way when I go shopping. Uh, when I used to live in a certain city, I, I shop in my city because I like to keep the revenue in my city. And it should be the same way for teams. They should keep the revenue in their city because it can only do good for that city. So mm-hmm. I always stay within your community first. And that, that's a nice golden rule to follow.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, um, you know, some of us, as we're prone to do, after an event, um, we all went to eat at this restaurant and uh, got to talking with the owner of the restaurant, and he was really interested, and he's like, he wasn't aware of the team yet. Um, I believe he had moved from the Bay Area, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, he was really interested, and he was like, oh, so you guys play football, and, you know, um, is this the whole team, you know, wanted to talk to the coaches, et cetera, so it was, and he was like, you know, wanted to know what we did for sponsorship and things like, and fundraising, and, you know, how the whole thing worked. He was very interested, in he's, and he said, well, yeah, you know, next time you come back, uh, let me know, bring a bring a schedule poster, and, you know, see what we can do. Maybe uh was talking about potential advertisements in the magazine, so it really goes back to what you said, Barb, about being local, because those are the type of businesses I think that are more likely uh, to give you a little something anyway, um, you know, do as much as they can for you, so. And, also, and I don't know... Go
3: ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. As I was going to say also contact your, the city councils. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know, I, I work with a golf league, uh, team golf league during the summer months. And I had contacted actually the, the Chamber of Commerce. I actually wrote the mayor first. I wrote the mayor. He directed me to other people in the organization. And actually they were going to set me up by uh, promoting for the team free of charge and with an in-kind sponsorship, and what that is is, hey, you put my link on your site, I put your link on my site. type thing. and mm-hmm. uh, they were actually going to advertise for the for the team, uh, and that, that's what we're going to be doing this year. And so, so write to your city council, the mayor, of all the surrounding communities. See what they can do for you, and what you can do for them. All you can do is support, support, support.
2: Now, Meg, um, how does your local team there? What do they have? What do they do with the community and the local businesses? What type of
0: relationships um, well, they well through through the through the energy um there was a lot of people that in Pearland, which is a pretty small you know little area town um outline, about twenty minutes south of houston and and for them they they didn't know some of the business didn't know I mean the best publicity we got was after practice um we would go to <clears throat> to you know go grocery shopping I mean so being in our pad you know it was it was funny'cause um, Amber and I went, and then another player had went, and we kind of just met up. We were just grabbing some stuff for dinner, and a lot of people that worked there were like, wow, do you guys play football? And so our best way of, of finding people, I guess, is just being out, <laughs> out in our gear. It's weird to think that way, but, um... It is definitely hard. I know they had a lot of sponsorships. Um, we're lucky because Coach has a lot of contacts, so he he would notify a lot of people and you know get them to sponsor or get them to come to the game and you know swap business idea you know ideas all like kind of like what you said. If you shop it, help out at my business, I'll help it at your business, kind of a thing. But um, as far as then um, looking at the other aspect of it, the new team, Houston Cyclones. They do it a little bit different. Um, they've already had signings at the athletic stores. Um, they've had parties, like a little after parties, or New Year's Eve party, where they invited to come out, you know, celebrate with the team. So they, they're doing it a little bit different. They're trying to get more of the, the community involved, inviting the community more to their events, to so things like that. Now, I don't know how much success they've had so far. Um, or if they've gotten the word out. There's obviously still people that are not going to know about you because that's just how we, we are in women's sports, I guess, that people, you can be around and win championships for years. And somebody goes, oh, I didn't know there was a women's football team. But I think I agree with Barbara. If you keep it locally um, and let the community around you know, you can get their support. I know Detroit, um, when we went and played Detroit last year um, for the playoff game, they had a lot of community sport support. They had a lot of fans had a lot of things happening. I think they'd even practiced one time um, in, in at Ford Field. And even though they had switched leagues, they still maintained their community support. And I think that's big. And I, I agree with Barbara on that. Is you maintain that small community support, and then you can branch out and get those bigger Nike and things like that. But it starts at home within your community. And I, I, I agree, you know, some things we're called the Houston Energy, but, you know, we practice in Pearland, our home games are in Pearland. So, you know... I I wonder, you know, if we were called Hairland energy, you know, or or something of that nature, if maybe people would be more locally known. They would represent us more because we have that in the name. It's representing the city, you know. Um, But I I definitely think that the easiest way is to do it with inside your community. Um, And I think the Cyclones do have a good way of doing it by, you know, going out, doing signings, doing things like that, and doing a lot of community service and putting that time, which is really hard when you have to still put on the time, you know, on the field and stuff. But
3: and so far,
0: so far, so good, I guess, on their end.
3: Yeah, on that, that side point, too, you had said making the community aware. And the easiest way to make the community aware is even during the off-season. You know, you get involved with the local Girl and Boy Scouts. You know, they always have things happening. You give away free clinics. And in turn, I was I was talking to Robin earlier how, you know, they have cookie sales. They have uh, popcorn sales. If you support the, the local, you know, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, you know, around the, your community, You can actually go help them sell their cookies, maybe give a free pass away for a game. Buy a box of cookies, get a free pass. And I was telling Robin, it doesn't have to be expensive. You can make your own passes, and you have the merchandiser put a number on it, sign it to make it official, and at game time, you know, they may bring more family members, but they're going to get one free pass. They hand it in, you can kind of see... If, if that was successful, and you can actually give it away for a particular game. You've got to fill right. those stands anyway. You've got to fill them anyway. So why not make the community aware, as well as uh, getting your local elementary and junior highs with ice ice cream social, getting the PTA involved. I mean, they are a wonderful source.
0: Exactly. Get, get your school support because you have all these schools, and they have their sports, and their sports are successful. And I think that's an excellent point, Barbara, if you can get the support from your schools and inform your schools or give, you know, free passes to all, you know, straight A, you know, 4.0 students or something like that, get involved, pair with the schools besides just going in. I know some the um, Sirens do and some other teams do. They do, do presentations at the school and inform them. But <clears throat> actually giving out tickets to the game, and I know some people have thought in the past that, Oh, that's bad because we're you know we're not really filling the stands. But you get them to one game, and so you you spot the money. You're really not losing money. You're just not gaining money. You, you spot that money, and you get that person to that game for one time. They're more apt to come back. You know they know. Right. You no, know, how many on. times have we said on the show, get them in there. They see it's real
2: football, and they'll come back. You know. And, and you know, I'm, and Megan, I'm right there with you. I was thinking, you know, in the past, the sirens have had some owners who were resistant to giving away. You know, free tickets, and you're thinking, well, you know, those people wouldn't have paid to come anyway. They might not have even known about the team, but hey, they say, here's, a, oh, here's a free ticket. I might as well go check it out, you know. And at the very least, hey, you get their parking fee, or maybe they might buy a hot dog at
0: the snack bar, you know, or I think- even do it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I can interrupt you. No. Go <laughs> I was going to say, we're even, even do it like you just said, you know, free hot dog and snack bar, or or do like concerts do, provide a bus. How how hard it be, say, okay, say, you know, because we play in Pearland in Houston, so we're going to give out tickets and we'll provide the transportation, or, you know, then you just have to pay for the, you know, you don't have to pay for the parking, or you just you have to buy something, or, you know, a dollar donation, you get a ticket. And, and do you could even do it that way, where you can get a group of people, you know, in and bring them in that way. I mean, there's different ways and there's different things that I think just don't get explored. I think some people think it's too much work. when, Like you said, it's really easy. You just have to print the pass. You already got the tickets printed anyway. Just hand them out. And I know we do, I know the sirens did a lot of flyers, put them on the cards and stuff like that. Um, and I know on, on some things they had at, at Christmas time in the Christmas parade, um, not last year but the year before, we handed out, you know, good for, you know, 50% off merchandise or whatever. But it was for a whole game, you know, along the way. It wasn't, I didn't feel that it was something that they could just go use right then. And I think, like you said, that if you could just get the fans there, that that right there shows them that it's real football. It shows them that this might be something they might be interested to bring their kids to and something they might want to do it again or pass it on to other people. Hey, Megan, right. you
3: were talking about one time you know how high school football teams, they have their in-house crowd. Well, we can do the same thing. Support the high school that you play your games at. You only play there four times a year. If you get involved in the high school and all their sports leagues, get involved. Let them know who you are. They're more likely to come to your games and support you. You know. That's
0: true. It's like a sister team kind of a way. Um, and I think you, you could set it up like that. And I think a lot of the reason, Barbara, that some people might not want to do that is just because they, we don't want to be seen as a high school team. But to me, if you can get the fans there and you can get the consistency, they'll see that you're not a high school team. But if you don't ever get them there, they'll never even know.
2: Right. And I think what Barbara said that, you know, about about the free ticket uh, thing is, is – uh, have it for one day and if you're worried about, you know, people taking advantage, maybe copying whatever you have, make it for one day only. And that's one out of your four to five, you know, depending if you go to the playoffs or not. One of your regular season home games, you can limit it to that if you're concerned about people taking advantage of the system or or something like that. And I wanted to go back to something about um creating awareness in the off season and as Megan was touching on, you know, going to a grocery store and wearing your gear and I think if you're a member of a team just wearing your gear out and about when you go out, um, you know, even if it's just a sweatshirt or a warm-up or t T-shirt, whatever, people will see that and they'll be like, oh, I've heard of the signs," or, or they'll ask you, you know, because they see it's football and they don't recognize the name. They'll be like, oh, well, what's that? And it gives you an opportunity to, to bring up your team, bring up, uh, you know, when your season's coming up, or you play your games, et cetera, just to increase awareness person by person because it really does... Uh, you know that's one of the best ways locally to make an impact, and I, we had, we didn't do it this off season, but the sirens have done it um, several times in the past. Where, <clears throat> excuse me, during the regular football season for Monday night football or during the Sunday games, we would go to a designated you know sports bar, sports grill uh, place in the area, and just go there and hand out our schedule cards. We'll say, and we'll all show up in our jerseys, and we'll be like, hey, you know. Uh, during the during the commercial breaks, we'll we'll meet with the people who are there watching the game because obviously they're already football fans, and that was I found that was a great way to uh, increase awareness as well. And and also I wanted to add um, for the Girl Scout thing, as Megan mentioned, the sirens do the Girl Scout camps, and that's also a great way to get volunteers because with our last camp, um, there was a young girl and her mother. Um, they decided that this year they were going to volunteer for us, so. Uh you know, it's it's a great way to get support in all ways. You know, if some people can't sponsor you, maybe they want to volunteer for you and so now we got two volunteers uh out of our Girl Scout camp this last one. So um I think take advantage in whatever way you can, be be innovative, be creative, uh in and, and and then it pays off.
0: And, and to touch on that, it was you were saying about wearing your gear and people asking questions, I was in the airport coming home back from Arizona. I just had my IWFL football T shirt on, the one that BB got me, just the IWFL football with the lips. and it says IWFL. Some guy said, Excuse me, can I ask you about your shirt? That's women's football, right? And I said, Yeah I said, Oh, um he was like I my my sister, I think it was his sister or sister-in-law, plays for Ohio, and he was, you know, static. He's all, I wasn't sure if it was just that state or if it's nationally or, you know, what league she's in, but I'll have to ask her what league, and, you know, I told him there was different leagues, and he was all excited, So, and, and that was just him, you know, me just wearing the Idaho's L shirt, you know, and him just deciding to ask, you know, so that is definitely a, a good way, you know. You never know. He's from Ohio, you're from Texas, and you met in Arizona. <laughs> so. There you go. See? And and you never know. Like, you know, some people said they, they didn't know hear about tryouts or they realized, you know, until Bradshaw went on deal or no deal and realized, you know, there's a football you know team in their area. So I think the word is definitely starting to get out. But I do agree that if you, you get it locally, that's where you should start because it will eventually spread. But if you don't get your local support, you know, people that are way far away can't necessarily come to your games. And that's where you really need is people coming to your games because that's where you get the money. And that's where you get your fans, and that's like we said, we you get your volunteers and things like that.
3: Yeah, and mm-hmm. speaking of sponsorship, a lot of players um, have to have player fees, and in order for them to get their player fees, it's the best way to do it is, is through sponsorship. Uh, and, and I know the teams, like I know, like for so the sirens, for instance, and I'm sure other teams do this as well. They let you sell. Uh, what is it season passes and they give you a percentage that goes to your player's fee um, and the other goes to the team. It's like a 50-50 deal with tickets and, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's important that the, the, each individual goes out and tries to get somebody to support the sirens because that's, that's, that's 35 to 50 women making other people aware, you know, mm-hmm. and, and those one.
0: And those sponsorships are really hard. You know, I've been to a lot of places you know, or just that weren't aware, and they're like, "Well, we're not sure, you know like that, but I think, as it pardon me as it grows, that more people will become aware. I mean, I know one year, um I worked like at a group home, and the group home really didn't want advertisements, so I had talked with the owners of the team and asked them if I could just give them tickets to the game, you know, as they paid my sponsorship fee, and you know and that was a good deal, because for them, you know, I told every you know all the boys for the houses, they could go, you know, and the staff, but eventually, I think only maybe. They they ended up going to a couple of games and they paid my five hundred dollar player fee and there's no way they got five hundred dollars worth of tickets but it was a good deal to them they felt that they if they wanted to anybody on the staff could go to the games any of the kids could go to the games and so that's even you know idea because once again you're not losing anything Mm -hmm. and then once again I wasn't losing anything because I got sponsorship go ahead Barbara
3: oh I just unmuted BB just to let you know hi BB hey guys how's it going pretty good hey I was thinking too you know each person should make a list make a list of your friends family the businesses that you deal with all the time, and, and, and see if you can get, make it get a list from your family and, and your friends as well. Hey, do you know anybody? And contact people that way. And, and if you're involved in sports, more than likely it's easy to get sponsorship, and it doesn't just have to be related to football. It could be golf. Like I got a golf sponsorship last year from a, a local team. Now, I, I was thinking Maggie Gilbert uh, from the Modesto Magic. She's the uh, quarterback. Uh, I don't think she'll have any problems. She's looking for a sponsor sponsorship you know with her involved in amateur golf I don't think she would have any problem finding it so it's, it's who you know what you do you know make a list of the people you know who they know and, and go through that and if you need help with it you know find somebody who can help you because you know it, it, within your, your uh, teams you have the management that help you uh, promote uh, like I know within our organization we have somebody that can help us you know if we don't know what to say they, they send out form letters or something Oh,
0: go ahead.
2: (laughs) I was just going to say real quick, usually your team will have a sponsorship package already put together. You don't have to go out and say, you know, uh, well, do you want to sponsor me? But, you know, normally the team will put together uh, some options, you know, so if someone can't help you one way, there will be other options, you know, just as Meg negotiated her, her thing as well. So go ahead, Meg.
0: And once again, if you stay locally, you can get those those businesses, mom and pop businesses that have sp- sponsored your local t ball and softball and soccer and things like that. They'll be willing to also help you out. But you have to you have to know people, like Barbara said, know people who know other people. You know your dentist or things like that, because there's so many people. Um, that volunteer or coach those things that are also willing to help. The money's out there; it's just finding it, and it and it is hard. But um, like Barbara and Robin said, there are the letters and things like that that your team, you know, puts together for you. You know, helps you do it. Though even if you have a contact, sometimes go and, and talk to the person for you if you're not sure of how to do it. But you just have to be aware. And and it does seem like it takes a lot of energy, but at the same time, it's just once again who you know and going through your list of people who you know and finding, you know, people that are willing to give because the money is out there. It's just finding it.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and also, and w- oh, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, also, if you're not, like, I've never been one, I'm pretty shy in that respect. I don't really like going out and saying, hey, will you sponsor me? But where, where I've done is I do a lot of t- ticket sales, thankfully, with my family and I get most of my player sponsorship that way, but I've also had other teammates help me out. So if you're not comfortable doing it, that's definitely another way to build strength within your team is just go and talk to some of your teammates. Ask them how they do it, uh, if, if there's someone who's real successful at doing that type of thing. And more often than not, if they're super successful, they've already reached their, their goal, yeah. and so they'll be willing to help you out. They might have some leads that they just, you know, they're like, hey, well, I've already got my sponsorship, you know, so they might have some leads just for you. So you never know. It's, it's a great opportunity to to uh, work with your teammates and make that bond even tighter. So.
0: Yeah, it's, it's always good to ask your teammates because, I mean, um, Barbara and I are friends, but she helped me out last year with my player fee. I Sold, you know, tickets and things like that, and got half of it. And she was lucky enough to get a sponsorship and was able to give me, you know, her tickets and stuff that she had sold. The money from that to be able to pay for my other half. So it's always a good idea, you know, to ask your teammates, ask their ideas, because we all have to come up with the same thing. And and very few of us just are able to pay the money outright from our own pocketbooks. And and we don't really want to do that either because that's not helping spread the word. And so, you know, and, and some teams, like you said, they you they give the money back for buying merchandise and stuff like that. That's a good idea too for teams to do. Because, you know, I was able to buy like a siren shirt and then like half of that money went to my player's fee anyway or something like that. So that helped me out because not only did I get, you know, the gear for, that I wear for my team, but it also went ahead and put money towards my player fee. So there's there's many ideas and many things that work. It's just coming up with them and, and doing them.
3: Yeah. And for an added incentive, the, the WFB talk, this is what we're going to do for, for the individual players for the 2008 season. For any player of any league, any team, uh, gets full sponsorship we are going to offer uh, to your sponsor, not only are we going to um, during the highlights of the, the games, we're going to say your name your team and we'll give, give that sponsorship a 10 second uh, announcement at three different shows of your choice during the uh, football season so that's an, an extra bonus that you can offer to that sponsor you know, anything they want to say in the 10 seconds, we'll give them that air time uh, they can pick shows. So, uh, and we'll also have a page for them. It'll say 2008 Player Sponsors, and, uh, and that's we'll great.
0: Because yeah, like, we like to we like to you know I, I agree with you, Barbara. That's a great idea because that's giving back to our sponsors for for acknowledging women's football and putting in the time. I think it is just a big loop, you know, you know, helping each other and supporting each other out. I think it's a great idea. And, I, and we
2: get a lot of traffic at that site. Once again, that 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 Barbara maintains. It's womensfootballtalk.com. And I also want to real quick give out a phone number for any of you who want to call in, who have any questions about fundraising, or maybe want to share their own tips. Because I think, you know, as we said many times before, what's good for one team is really good for all of women's football. So if you have some tips, you know, please share so um, that your sister teams, no matter what league they be in, uh, you know, can maybe hopefully try the same strategy. But it's uh, 646-915-9555. And as always, we welcome your calls. So, um, Barbara, I was going to ask you. Um, you have done several. Uh, you've done a lot of research on this topic. <laughs> so, uh, what what are some of the things that you've uh, found that can help out these teams that need sponsors? I okay. mean, if they,
3: they, they want to do something easy all the year round, I found actually a couple of, of websites. Um, I found a website now. If they want to do it through the year, and like I said, they would have to get together with their, uh, you know, the the frequent businesses that they deal with that subscribe to magazines. Now, this is something simple that it's a no-brainer type thing, but you just kind of have to keep on it with your, the people you know and your contacts. There's a website called magfundraiser.com, and it's put out by Reader's Digest. What they do is they allow you to set up your own website, and I actually set up a website uh, for WFB as a, as a demo. So if you go to magfundraising.com forward slash WFB under slash travel under slash fund, you'll see our, our mock-up uh, uh, website. And that's just, that's just saying, uh, when you resubscribe a magazine, um, do it here, and uh, the team will get 30% profit. Uh, overall profit. Now, that's an all-year-round thing. And that's a no-brainer. I mean, if, if somebody doesn't really want to do a whole lot, but they want to have something out there, they can, like I said, go to their dentist office. Everybody goes to their dentist's office. You see all those magazines laid out. Say, so, hey, do me a favor. If you can help me, this is the way you can help sponsor me. Do this, and I would really, our team would really appreciate it. That's one way. Uh, you can have, like, another uh, free website. It's called golfdigestplanner.com, golf And that's for those teams that want to put together a charity fundraiser. Not necessarily for charity, but it could go towards, like, the uniforms. And they could put, like, together a um, uh, closest to the pin, putting contest. You know, have prizes, giveaway tickets, you know, for a donation, and they can meet the team uh, type thing. And that's another free website. And they actually have a wizard, and it sets up the events and dates and times uh, identify sponsorship opportunities it, it allows the sponsor or the people to pay directly online through a secured website and it's it, that 's through golf digest magazine and that 's another free site. Um, I also found out uh, you know through raffles donation cards discount cards, scratch cards um, Raffles are another, another source. Um, I was talking to Robin and, and about uh, a raffle that I participated in last year. It was for a motorcycle for $20. Uh, I, I, I was giving it to a good cause which helped the school, and I also had a chance of winning a motorcycle. Now, they, let, they had these tickets limited to a certain amount, so that way my chances were made, I think, one in 1500 or one in 3000 but they didn't sell any more than so many tickets for $20. Now, there are rules uh, that you may need to follow for each state, so you want to check your attorney general, or the state of the attorney general's office. But I found a website that a gentleman had done. Uh, he had helped a school. Uh, he sold each ticket for $20. He sold 2,412 tickets. He profited, well, he didn't profit. He made $48,240 minus the bike costs. Now, this is an expensive item, but, I mean, you could do something like that. If you can get people to donate things or... Uh, If you want to do something like a motorcycle, I said you have to check your local laws because there are raffle licenses that are required. That is another thing. And they do have sites that you could also um, uh, print up your tickets. There's a, it's called, uh, where did I find it, ticket, like I said, I'll put all this information on the website, Uh, ticketprint.com, I believe it is, but it prints out the raffle tickets. I'll put all this information on the site. Um, There's, now I don't know if you followed the Modesto Magic um did a, a uh, scratch card called football frenzy that 's another way to make make money for the team. You purchase a certain amount of tickets and uh in fact they did it relating to the football season um it's it 's a lot of ongoing raffle uh it doesn 't have to be necessarily for the sport of football they have um they have basketball they have race car driving they have baseball and you pick the the games that you want to participate in and you sell the tickets for a certain amount of money, and, you know, you make your profit that way. But uh, do you guys remember that one that, that uh, uh, Storing was talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that was successful yeah. with them. Um, one of my favorites, I talked to a gentleman uh, from ESC Promotions. His name is Chad Button. And it's funny because he actually played... for the Quad City Steam Wheelers back in 2000 for the uh, Arena Football 2 League. And uh, it was kind of interesting because uh, he had said that they had a 19-0 record and they were for the inaugural season. So we kind of were talking football. So it was kind of nice to find somebody who who understood the need for fundraising with women's football. Uh, uh, He he actually has uh, discount cards um, that I found um, appealing. There's actually two things that I found appealing. They actually have more than more than two items. If you go to their website, ESCpromotions.com, and they recently launched a new website, ESCfundraising.com. What the discount cards do is it's uh, set up where they allow the clients to give a wish list of about 40 businesses. And from that 40 businesses, they will contact each and every one of those businesses, and they will secure at least 18 for the discount cards, given a buy, buy one, get one free offer. So like a lot of other discount cards, they actually actually do the footwork for you. And what's nice about this is there are no upfront costs, no upfront charges. It's uh, based on consignment. So you pay after you sell your discount cards. And usually it's about a 50-50 type thing. Um, you sell a discount card for $10 and you keep five. Uh, the more tickets, of course, you sell, the higher the profits. and and they can guarantee that they could secure 10% uh, better deal than anybody else out there. So um, that's the discount cards. Uh, The other one I found interesting was their easy scratch uh, cards, and that's where you actually ask for donations. You have some cards of $200 or more under each little scratch you say you go to these, go to different people, and say uh, this is a donation card. Will you scratch a couple spots, and underneath it might have a dollar, a two dollar, a three dollar figure? Um, there's 40 boxes to scratch, and you can determine uh, what you want under each box. So you can actually have a 200 card or more, and, and they'll help you determine that. And uh, again, this is there's no cash up front, and this is set up for like a two week uh, period, so you can make money in less than 30 days. So Barbara. And Yes. On that one, do people pay to scratch the card? Is that how it works? Yeah, and, and, and again, um, they actually give coupon, coupons away for, for deals. Once they scratch, either ESC will give them uh, coupons or, or you can actually do go one step a little better. You can actually give like a free pass to a game for a certain day. You know, here, this is my thank you. Because like I said, you're going to pay for the stadium costs anyway. You might as well fill the stands on the game of your choice. You know, so, and, and, so
2: it could be like pay five dollars to scratch a box and however many well, boxes. Well, well, whatever
3: they unscratch, it, that's what they uncover. So okay. there might be a dollar. So they, they can scratch one or two. A lot of people want to scratch more. You know, they might set in their mind, oh, I want to give at least twenty dollars. So they'll scratch and you know they. Might so what scratch,
0: scratch is what they give then.
3: Yeah, and they, it's a mid, mid immediate payment. So and again, there's a fifty percent profit margin on that. And um, they, they print on the cards, on all the cards. They'll print your your colors, your team colors, your logo, and your I believe your website uh, information on there. So I, I just think it's a good deal. That's Who does the, this again? I'm sorry? I'm sorry? Who does this again? Uh, ESC Promotions. And the website is ESCpromotions.com, and their new website is ESCfundraising.com. I'll post all this information on the website, uh, along with Chad's email, uh, and he did actually say he'd like to come on the show. So if there's anybody that's interested and then hey, wants to have a question and answer type segment, he'd be more than willing to come on the show. He was very helpful. Uh, I would actually look into his.
2: his yeah, if you're interested, uh, please just send us a quick email at contact@wsbtalk.com. At you can leave a message in our chat box at. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> our email. I did say contact at wfbtalk.com, or uh, in our in our live chat box, which we which we check periodically. We don't only check it on our broadcast day, so that's of course you would be listening to the same web page that you're listening through is at wsbtalk.com. So those are a couple ways you can let us know that um, you would like to hear more about the e- about the products and the services that EDS offers. So.
0: Um, and, and any other comments, we do appreciate everybody else that has written us so far has contacted either Barbara or Robin or myself or BB, um and left little messages about things or just sent us a note or just said thanks for, you know, thanks for the show and things like that. We really appreciate those. Um, we can't always list everybody who has written us, but we just I just want to say that for the people out there that have listened or have, you know, listened to an archive show and written us and wrote in, we do appreciate those, so... Really. Um, yeah, call in, write in, anything you like. We'll we'll try to respond back um, and try to give you the recognition. So, I mean, there,
3: there's so many things out there. I mean, I just did a Google search. I mean, uh, there's so much more out there. I mean, there's other companies that have scratchers. But, you know, there's other ideas that you can even do at your game. You know, you know what always attracts me is those little ducky games. You could do the same thing you, at, at your games. You say, hey, help donate. Have a little ducky with an amount underneath it. And you float the little ducky. I mean, those always are are eye-grabbers when I go to the carnivals and stuff like that. Have you ever seen those little duckies? I have, where
0: you, you turn them over and they have Yeah,
3: them. I mean, you can think of things that, that cost almost That's, nothing, yeah. you know, on your own. Those are
0: instant, instant win, like you said, and, and, and almost everything's a winner, and you're not necessarily they're not going to necessarily win back how much they, they put in, but, it, it, you know, it's fun, and it's something, you, like you said, you can donate and help out and things like that.
3: I mean, we can always give away a free something, you know, like a little pencil or, or you know, you can give anything that has team... Related. I mean, you can go to Walter Drake and you can get pencils really cheap and print it out or something with your website. I mean, people always use pens or pencils, you know, something, I mean, that's not going to cost too much. And, and there's always websites out there that you can get things pretty much next to nothing. Like, there's, a, there's a, a website I always go to, vistaprint.com, that I print our business cards from, and pretty much you just pay for the shipping. Uh, they have postcards, they have everything. So you can get a lot of things next to nothing. Uh, and, and again, if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, the crew at WFB Talk is, will be more than happy to help, you know, contact at com. any questions, you want you want help making phone calls, you know, it's easy, for me, personally, I can sell for somebody else more than ask for myself, so if somebody needs help, I'd be more than happy to call for them, because I'm more brave when I'm helping somebody else. You, than my you heard family.
0: it here, Barbara will help you guys get sponsorships, and so take <laughs> advantage of that <laughs> offer.
3: <laughs>
2: what, and you know, when Barbara was talking about uh, what WFB Talk will do for for each player, regardless of league or team affiliation, is uh, post a spot you know whenever you choose for uh, you know three ten second spots, and we'll also put it on women'sfootballtalk.com. dot com. Barbara was telling me a little bit about some of the we get quite a bit of traffic through there, um, and she was telling me, Barbara, you're telling me about how some of the some of the weird links, the ways people are finding us. One was pin drop. Uh, we got some books off off of that on the search term. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about that.
3: Well, yeah, it's funny. I always like to see how people actually find us. You know, they do a Google search. And I told, I told Robin, they put pin drop in, and they found us. That's because I, we had did a story on uh, Kimberly Bradshaw when she was in Deal or No Deal, and I had used the word pin drop. So I, I find that any, whenever I get a blog, it goes instantly on Google. If uh, you hit the blogs and you put in like you put in either n w f a or IWFL or WPFL, in the blogs, it's going to come up. Or it's like the IWFL All Weather Channel. I put in that just IWFL, and it, it, that day it came up on the regular Google, not just the blog. So things come up, and, and if you put the company name in and they're affiliated with a website that gets a lot of traffic, you're going to get the, the traffic. Because I'm going to link you all back to websites. I link you. Uh,
0: the, yeah, Bar- you the do a good job yet. of that, Barbara.
3: So it's going to be linked. They're going to find us one way or another. And I just thought that was kind of bizarre, the way people find us.
2: (laughs) So that's another selling point for your sponsors. You can tell them they're going to get national exposure on the Women's Football Talk website. So, uh, you know, definitely if you have that, please send it to us. You know, there will be some criteria we talked about. We will need to know that for sure. (laughs) You did secure this sponsorship, and we'll need some sort of documentation, but... Probably a letter,
0: maybe, from the sponsor saying that they had sponsored you, or something, you know, some type of proof. The same way your team would need. Right, exactly.
3: So So we just don't want to put out somebody's because somebody wants their company out there. We want to make sure that they're doing what they say they do for the player. And it's just for players. It's not for teams. It's for individual players.
2: Right. And, um, you you know, I was going to say, when you were talking about raffles, Barbara, uh, when you asked for sponsorship, and maybe somebody might not be able to give you a monetary sponsorship, but they'll say, hey, here's a coupon for services. Um, you know, here's, you know, a, a product or two that you can use. And you, you know, don't, definitely don't turn that down because you can use those for the raffles, as we talked about. Um, you know, when you're during your games, you can do what's called a 50-50 raffle, which I think most people are familiar with. You buy a raffle ticket, and whatever the pot is, you get half and the team or the organization gets half. So I find those are pretty popular uh, as well and uh you know speaking of working with your community, I know I mentioned this before about the local roller derby team here in Sacramento. <clears throat> Excuse me, they do a, a raffle where they have certain products and you buy tickets and they set up a uh, you know, a little bag or container and you get to select which which product you'd like to go for it. So it's not just like a general thing. You can say, oh, hey, I really want this, so I'm going to put all the tickets I bought into this container versus, you know, the other four or five pr- uh, items. Might yeah,
0: have we, we've we done that. I think the Sirens have done that before at the crab feed when we donated baskets and gifts. And that worked out really good. Cause like Robin said, you're not just, you know, putting in for, you know, a big raffle where you could win any of these prizes. As many raffle tickets, you could, you know, stuff your box if it's a camping trip, you know. But as many tickets as that you bought into that one to to give you a better opportunity of winning that prize. Right, and and that brings me to the
2: to the crab feed. So not only can you ask for sponsorships, you can hold large events like the crab feed, which the Sirens have done for, I think it's been about five years. Um, first of all, make sure that you order enough crab, because one year we had that problem, and so it was kind of hard, a little hard to recover from that. You know, one time, uh, you know, I think it was one of our first ones where people weren't so familiar with it, and uh, we we didn't order quite enough and so we you could all get we, the
0: night to sell that extra crab you know
2: you're not right, going to have exactly. a piece
0: so and ever since then we've gone a little
2: bit overboard because we don't want to have that problem and as Megan said what you do at the end of the night is if you have leftover crab you know you bag it up you sell, sell it for $10 and you'd be surprised people who go to these crab feeds are crazy about crab and they're, they're more than, yes. <laughs> they are, they are, that's so funny because they're so <laughs> serious um, you'll see people who have mini crock pots that they melt their butter in. People have got, like, fondue, and it, it's just insane. You'll see people bring in these bags, and you're like, what are they bringing?
0: And that they was just your start family, <laughs> 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 They just start <laughs> setting all
2: this stuff up, because normally, you know, if, if people aren't aware, you generally have to bring your own butter, et cetera, to a crab feed. Um, but people bring seasoning. People bring just all kinds of weird contraptions, you know. You've got all these candles lit and sterno and all this crazy stuff. That people are serious about crab feed. So if it's feasible, you know, and every community will be different, um, just geographically based on taste, etc. cetera. But um, if it's feasible, it has been an absolutely great fundraiser uh, for the Sacramento Sirens. Um, we've, you know, I can, I'm not sure uh, about the figures right now, but we clear several thousand every time that we do crab feed. And not only do you get the profit from the crab feed, you also get, we get a lot of profit from our bar. You gotta, you have to get a permit, you know, from your yeah local liquor government. license. Right, you gotta get a liquor license from your local government um, to be able to sell liquor. We get a lot of profit off of that, and also we do raffles uh, within that. And as and as Megan was talking about, um, what we did the first couple of years was when <clears throat> some of the players would get together, like all the receivers, or you know, all the linebackers, all the D line, all the O line. They'll get together and they say, hey, okay, we're going to put together a basket with with a theme, as Megan was talking about. So one time somebody did a camping theme, as, as Megan mentioned, so there was a tent, you know, there's, uh, you know, a burner, there's all sorts of stuff that would be helpful for camping, and, you know, some people do movie baskets, et cetera, so there's all sorts of things that you can do that really appeal to certain people, and they'll be like, oh, wow, you know, that's really cool, I really want that, so they'll buy a bunch of tickets, and, and they'll put them all in that, you know, and it's really cool to to see people's reactions when they do win. People get real excited. It's just a really fun event. It's a lot of work, but you it's profitable and it's a good time and it's good. I think it's good public relations as well. So It okay, is. And
0: you get you get the team gets, you know, to meet, you know, their their fans and their volunteers and and the fans and volunteers get to meet the team, you know. And and so that's always always fun.
2: Yeah, definitely. We usually come in, in our jerseys. People, you know, guests uh, of mine, or who bought tickets, will be like, okay, so who plays for the team? And you get to point them out, um, just as Megan said. And, p- and people are really excited. You might you might not realize it, but people really are excited to meet the team. And it and it's kind of weird when you're in it. I think you're like, ah, eh, nobody really wants to meet me. But people people really do. They want to. They do want to meet at you. They want to talk to you. And you know, kids want to get your autograph. So d- don't underestimate the power of that as well.
0: Exactly, because you never know, you know, those could be potential volunteers, potential sponsors, things like that that you could be, you know, missing because you're, you're. oh, I don't want to sign an autograph, or I don't want to, you know, and we're not, we're big time, but we're not big time. So it it is good to get back to the community and make it known that you're still, you know, you're still supporting them, and it makes them want to support you, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and throughout the year, too, even off-season, you can or, organize yearly festivals, like a, a beer fest, you know, like the Oktoberfest they have, you know, at different places, a farmer's market, a food fest. I mean, it, it, like for a, uh, every year you have that same type of fest, you, you charge a little bit of money and, and you get the food together, and people every year know to come to the food fest, too, you know, that during off-season type thing as well. You know, they, they look forward to something in the community. Or or get involved in a food fest that's ongoing and, and get sign up for a booth or something as well. You know, or, and
0: even in Bingo, I mean, I know the Sirens volunteered um, and, and we worked a couple of nights, you know, a week or whatever, or Mondays or Saturdays or whatever it was. You know, at Bingo, we just hand, passed out cards. Um, it, for me, I didn't think it was going to be as fun as it was. I had a lot of fun doing it. We signed up and we made, we not only made money, but we got, you know, we got a you know a spot to do it if we wanted to. So there's always ideas like that, um, you know, that are just, that are easy and they're fun. You know, they're fun. They're they building relations and community and things like that. Go ahead, Robert.
2: I was gonna say I, I had forgotten about the bingo until you mentioned it. It was fun. It was it was hard work because your what we did was that we were running out the cards to everybody, <laughs> so you had to be you had to be kind of quick Quit. when they switch games because the bingo people do not mess around.
0: Yes, like they're just like the fun. crab people. They're serious about about what they do, but but it's it's fun and it builds relations. And, and you know they didn't know about football, and so some of them you know. You know, right. you got to know them at the same time, and that got out the publicity. And so it's just things like that that they that people right. see and 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 too. And, and the organizers yeah, were like, the organizers
2: were like, "Wow, you know, you guys are the best group. We want to have you back. Like, can you come like three days a week? We're like, <laughs> and you know, don't don't let yourself get burnt out. But you know, <clears throat> I was also going to mention to piggyback on what Barb was saying about having an event every year. If you can create a signature event, like the Sirens have a crab feed, you know, other teams might have, it grows and it builds upon itself. So people and they look will forward to it. To yeah, exactly. People will associate you with it. Uh, more and more people will want to get involved. So if you can have that consistency and have the same type of event, create a signature event and
0: build upon that every year, I think it definitely helps as well. And the other thing is too is contact your local radio stations. If you get a bond with them, that's for your publicity. I find it's kind of hard sometimes to get the news press and things like that and the TV coverage, but radio coverage surprisingly is, is worth just as much. And you can get a lot of you know you can you, they're having contests. You can say hey, I want to donate some free tickets for our team to you know to the contest. Even if you buy them yourself um, as a player and donate them, that still gets the word out. And then you know what you, 14 bucks, 7 bucks, depending on, on what team, where you're playing at, for for the ticket. I mean, you could do that, and they will give you back that free press. They love to, you know, talk about, you know, the sports teams and things like that, and, and they're willing to give back. You don't necessarily need to go for, like, once again, for that big, you know, media coverage on TV, but you can get a lot of the radio stations. A lot of local ones will come out to your events if you're going to have a car wash or crafty. They're They're welcome to come out and recognize you, you know, and see what's going on.
2: Well, real quick I was gonna piggyback on that. We talked about how the sirens did the toy drive and when we were there, uh, the DJs were really excited. They were they thought it was awesome first of all that um we were able to come together and donate some so many uh toys for the toy drive. But also, you know, they had us on there for two during two breaks. They said one of the DJs there was the morning DJs, like, give me your info, write down all your names because I'm gonna talk about you guys tomorrow morning as well. And doing things like that really can help you in the community, as we've been talking about all along. You get, you make friends with the people, and you do, you know, you get involved. You help out your community. It will pay off, you know. I, I know a lot of people who are associated with football can be very generous, and, you know, take advantage of that. Take advantage of the good heart of the people that you're surrounding yourself with and do things like that. And we talked about hopefully for next year what we can do is <clears> – <throat> parlay this into some sort of competition with another organization so that, you know, while while you're getting your name out there, you can help out your community. So hopefully what we'll be able to do next year is challenge another organization and see who can raise the most money or who can, you know, who can uh, gather the most toy donations, et cetera, and, and get people involved, get businesses involved as, as, you know, we were just out there. Uh, our owners were out there shopping and, you know, the manager of the Target store was like, hey, what are you guys doing? So, you know, just by being out there and doing good within your community, you can get some recognition as well. It's You know, it's, it's a win-win, I think, definitely.
1: Okay. So that was Robin, Megan, BB, and myself. And uh, like I said, that came back from one of our shows back in 2008. And uh, a lot of that information is still available out there. Um, like I said, I'll be putting it on the uh, website, radio.com jchawks.com. I want to thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a happy Monday, everybody.